Welcome back to the Tabletop Podcast. Episode three. Oh, it's exciting, Kurt. Three weeks thought, in. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? Yeah, three weeks. It's been three weeks, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Me too. I've got a bit of a confidence boost. I feel like that we had a hit last week, keeping it funny. We had a hit the week before. I'm happy. I'm happy. The podcast is doing very well. Do you know what? It's been so much more of a success yes, than exactly. I originally thought yeah. it would be. It's very nice. Do you know what it is as well? I think there there was a lot more people interested to listen yeah. more than we thought. Yeah, than we thought. And I, I actually checked our, our Spotify statistics. I think there is there's only a few, only a handful of people, but I don't think I... They're not from the UK. Only a certain amount of our viewers as well. Most of our viewers are from the UK. So we... Unless we've got friends in other countries, which I don't think I do, I mean, we might I have a few have random listeners listening right now, which is nice. We, we're getting a bit of a, a base going, which is love. And I, I thank everyone for the support we've got as well, because it's, as I said, it gives us a confidence boost receiving messages about what you enjoyed in a podcast and interacting with us. It's, it's nice. Well, what day is it today, Kurt? Today, February the 14th, the big V. The big V, the big V. <laughs> It is Valentine's Another Day. Another Valentine's Day without a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, well, I was going to ask if you've got any potential Valentines, but I think um, you answered that. Let me think about this. Uh, let me check my <laughs> messages. Nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. The only one I can think of is my dog, Boss. <laughs> He's Big your Valentine, boss. is he? Big boss. Well, you know, he he spent the night in my room. I mean, he uh, slept uh, uh, <laughs> he slept in the room. Yeah. Right. All right. We no, don't need to hear anything else. No we don't business. need to hear anything else. Um, he woke me up at three, four in the morning. He was Ow. just he was licking his leg, and while doing that, somehow managed to kick me. Oh. And um, I wasn't impressed. So I yelled at him. So I've already had my first Valentine's Day argument. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had an interesting message from my nan this morning wishing me a happy Valentine's Day, which is love. It's lovely. So I'll tell you, oh, that's a Valentine. Isn't my nan's my Valentine. I mean, <laughs> it's better than a dog. Yeah. So yeah. it's a human being at least. No well, need to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, aside from Valentine's Day, Kurt, how's things going? We're um, say college, for example. How's college? College. College is college. I mean, <laughs> it has its highs. It doesn't really have any highs. It's got more lows. <laughs> yes. Um, Lots of lows. Waking up, flicking on the laptop. I join the call on my phone, and then I spend most of the time on the laptop playing games. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm learning bricklaying on a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there is programs apparently yeah. to install to almost do, but even my teacher turned around to me and went, "Don't bother installing yeah. them. It's just a waste of money. You yeah. can't learn to lay bricks on a computer." Like, I was going to say that must be a difficult profession to learn from a laptop. It really baffles me. Yeah, really I think the main problem with trying to is. We all started laying bricks in my course. I'm already a year behind. Yeah. I'm on level two. I'm a, I've not done level one. Yeah. I've passed my exams, like all the ones I needed to catch up. And just as I, literally the day before lock, the first lockdown, I sat my 201, I believe it was called, and passed it. 
don't know how. I knew none of the questions. I sat there going, what? <laughs> but they were asking me questions about just anything and everything to do with building on site. And I'm yeah. like... I've not even been on a site, <laughs> so I'm just going to guess, but I guess my way through it, like I do with most things, yep. like all my GCSEs, for I example. Can, I can imagine that most of like the health and safety questions, that's that's sort of just common sense it, stuff. It is and it isn't, because yeah. there were questions on there. One of the questions which really confused me, because I couldn't, like, I didn't know the answer. I'm pretty sure I got it wrong in the end. It just said, what was needed to be on site, otherwise, like a part of regulations? And it was a toilet, a staff room, a place for like people to eat, um, a place for people to get changed. And I'm like, all of them, but yeah. you could only pick one. Oh. And I was like, well, toilet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was the toilet. I'm the pretty sure point. it was the toilet. But then I also learned that you legally need to have somewhere to like wash your hands. Yeah. Like, there's not, so if you're working in someone's garden, you're not allowed to claim their sink. Oh. You have to bring a bucket with you. You have to have your water. own washing facility. It, it, it doesn't make sense, but it does. Because yeah. obviously, like, if you're working for someone, they're going to let you use their yeah. sink. But if they are like, you know, they don't want you in the house yeah. using their sink. You need some other way to do it as you well. Need, yeah. yeah, you need to Especially show. with this pandemic going on, you can imagine you probably have to bring your own sanitization yeah. stuff, didn't you? stuff like that. But then this was this is before all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's weird. I think I'm in the same similar boat. I'm I'm doing an apprenticeship. I'm doing a, an engineering course at college, and it is we. I mean, we've been doing it for months and months by the computer, and it's just getting more and more difficult to find stuff to type up. The point we've we're just sitting watching powerpoints go by about stuff we already know. And to be fair, it just means I get a day off on a Monday. I just have to join a call. And I play Xbox all day. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> can't to be complain. honest, my teacher does that. He, yeah. um, in my first, very first lesson, um, it was, I think it was, we were in there for about two and a half hours, I think there was. And within the first five minutes, he said, if I don't answer you, just keep yelling my name. I am playing World of Tanks. <laughs> yes. And I said, can you invite me? I want to join. <laughs> he sounds like a legend, your teacher. Do you know what? He's one of the best laughs I've ever liked. Yeah. He's just, he's making like dirty jokes all the time. Like even yeah. in, in, when we were in college, yeah. he was probably the biggest joker. Yeah. I remember once um, I was walking back from the Grays town to the college and um, he was just standing on a bridge and he saw the kids on the uh, like the other kids in my class and obviously I'm not hanging out with them because I'm a loner but yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking away I don't know. he seen me I said oh, I I walked off I turned around and he just stood there staring at them just as they were going to be late for lesson so he thought I'm just going to annoy him so he, he just followed them <laughs> he just went behind them and followed them and he was about 10 minutes late to lesson but he followed every single one of them and then when in lesson, he went, all right, so why were you late? And they didn't know he was there. So they were just like BSing it. <laughs> and he was just like, well, that's not true. You went in great. Yeah, he followed them the whole way. <laughs> he sounds like, like a legend. He he's such like a, a funny guy. I've got, I've, got, I've got four or five tutors that we've had throughout the year so far. And I'd, one or two of them are pretty calm. They're, they're quite relaxed. and do. We've got this new tutor on the start of a Monday. And he's so like, he's straight out of university. He... By the book. Oh my, so much by the book. He's so boring. 
just PowerPoint after PowerPoint. We just we join a call. The lesson is three hours long yeah, on a Monday same. morning. We join this call, and he just shares his screen of a PowerPoint. We get to the end of half an hour, and he tells us to type some notes up or do some research on this. And I just question it to myself. I just go, you've got a PowerPoint there. If you just put that PowerPoint in the Teams chat, I could look through that on my own time through the day, ten times quicker than you demonstrated to me. And then just give me the task, and I'll do it in an hour. It is. It, thing is, that's what my teacher's been doing recently. But he even he doesn't like doing it. Yeah. Like I can tell he doesn't because he he'd rather talk about his budgie. Yeah. So like, <laughs> he's just trying to get the lesson done. He's he, just trying to. We'll be doing a lesson, and you'll just go, "Can anyone else hear that?" And I'm like, "What? Hear what?" Like so, I turn my volume up, and he goes, "It's my budgie. It's my budgie. He's got a budgie." And I'm like, "Oh!" And somebody was drilling, and, and he's uh, on the floor above him yeah. and, oh it was so fun. he was getting so annoyed he genuinely like after about two hours he got up went up there just like can you stop drilling at the moment, <laughs> trying to, he came trying back to down with about five minutes so drilling again and he was just cursing about it, it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> no it's weird it's weird how we we've got the opportunity haven't we at the moment to obviously with modern technology phones computers tablets everything it gives us the opportunity that we can do most of our work from home. Obviously, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? Our like, professions are difficult to do anywhere else but yes. on site. But um, most things, you can do a lot of the theory learning from home, which is good. I could buy some bricks. Yeah. Um, get some mortar, get some what, lime. You made a good point the other day, though, Kurt. What What would have happened if this all, if this all kicked off, this whole coronavirus thing was 20 years ago? No, yeah, like 20 years, 20, 15 years ago, yeah. like, it was internet, like, not every household had internet. No. You know, most people, they wouldn't have, yeah. like, phones that can go on the internet. Yeah. It was just if self- we, if, like, Yeah, if we're talking about the early 2000s here, you know, it's probably when massive spike of technology, oh, yeah, everything was starting to start. get there. But if we go, I mean, obviously we were babies, but... From knowledge here, we can see, uh, you know, not everyone had bloody iPhones. Well, the, I not think everyone the biggest had thing, laptops. The biggest and... thing is streaming platforms. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, Alex, but I would be lost without Netflix. Oh, um, God, yeah. Amazon, Disney. Yeah. YouTube. Oh, like, I'd, it'd be horrible. Imagine having to just sit at home with your whole family in a sitting room watching just normal sky oh, just just, just imagining right now this life we have at the moment without any technology without an xbox without a phone i wouldn't without be a able laptop, to listen to the, you know, the and... milkshake yeah. that, bit, uh, that imagine that every morning. every single morning i'd it would kill me uh, on top of the fact that can you imagine how difficult already it is to study a bricklaying course from home now imagine you're trying to do that course and you've signed up for that course this year but it just it would just get it would get written off for the year. You wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. You'd have to wait till next year. Obviously, exams have been cancelled already. But then think of every other year that is still learning. So you know, year 11s have had their exams cancelled, but year 10 are still learning. So they'll probably sit their exams next year. But that wouldn't be able to happen if it was 20 years ago because nobody would. Everyone would be missing out on learning for months and months and months. But it makes it makes you think because. Everything that's going on with the lockdown, and I'm trying not to get political here, but do you really think that if this happened 20 years ago, we would be in a lockdown as severe as we are now? 
I almost feel as well, travel's become a bit more, like, it's mm. easier to go around, to mm. get around. Like, so I'd say in the last 20 years, I feel like, you know, like Dubai, Dubai yeah. is a very popular place yeah. for, like, just people. Yeah. Especially during this lockdown. Yeah. That's, like, one of the biggest topics. Yeah. But I feel like 20 years ago, I almost feel like we're just, like, our firm it. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I'm thinking in my head here, it's just sort of, at the moment, I feel like it's it's exaggerated as much as it is, and it's as big as it is, like lockdown-wise, because we've got the ability to do stuff from home, that they, they, yeah. can, they can afford to risk the exams being cancelled because people can still learn from home. But 20 years ago, when that option's out of the window, you haven't got the option to send kids home from school because they can learn from home. If you sent, if you had to close schools 20 years ago, that's it. Every single one of those kids isn't learning for however long the schools are closed. There's, there's so many, you know, people working, people that have office jobs that can now do them from home wouldn't have been able to do that 20 years ago. And I also feel a lot of them are happy to do it. Yes. And, and I feel like if more people actually wanted to go yeah. back into their workspace, yeah. I think that would make a difference. But so many people are just so content. Yeah. Of just going, I'll just do it. Yeah, just do it. And that's what I mean. Because we've got the ability to do it now, it's almost like everyone wants to do it because... Problem is, is we we go into lockdown. That's why we're in lockdown. It's because we've got the ability to do it. We can afford to lock the country down. We wouldn't have had a lockdown if this happened 20 years ago because people wouldn't be able to work from home. So if you close workplaces, that's it. Nobody's making any money. If you close schools, that's it. Kids aren't learning. They couldn't afford to. The country would shut down 10 times quicker than it is now. Yeah, like I think another problem is it's just so much easier. Like, and they get comfortable. Obviously, working at your home is so much more chill than if you were in like a workplace. Like, I feel like it's too easy. Like, nobody's there pushing stuff, like going, oh, come on, get back to work. You haven't got your boss watching you. Well, yeah, everyone. I feel like people just, they take it so much more yeah, chill. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Your work becomes a lot easier when you're working from home, doesn't it? So, um, Like, I just feel like people just wake up, they go, all right, time for my work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, an, it's an interesting subject, Kurt. I would have loved to have been around in a situation back then. Or to, well, I, I wouldn't have, but... I was going to say, you'd yeah. probably prefer to go back normally. Yeah, but... <laughs> Anyways, Kurt. We put a poll out this week. That we did. Another we one. Did. So last week. I don't think we got as much backlash as we thought we would from the pineapple and pizza discussion. I think week. the problem was, is as I said to you during that podcast, the majority of people are going to say no. Yeah. That's obvious. But then that's not really... That's just because it's a specific type of food. Yeah. You know, naturally, not, not that many people probably even like pineapple. No. So to then take the people who only like it on pizza, yeah. it's even less... I had a feeling that'd be the case, but as we said on that, you know, it was a good, con- a good yes. discussion. Well, this week, <laughs> a bit more controversial. Well, I wouldn't say controversial. I'd say, I'd say it's more level. We've, we've actually got a split decision here. We, we don't do. have the same views on it, Kurt. Yes. So for anyone that wrong. didn't see, we put a poll out this week How many asking responses. Was there? We asked if. You stand or sit when you wipe your bum after you poo. Now, it might sound like an odd conversation, but I've heard a lot of arguments on the internet about this. Personally, 
<laughs> I stand. And, until two oriented. weeks ago, when we had this argument with a group of our friends, I didn't even know people sat when they wiped. I didn't even know it. And obviously, the reason we're having this argument is because you are a sitter, Kurt. Yes. First of all, why? Why do you sit? Right, don't come at me with this. <laughs> why? Right. More people, and we've found it out through this poll, yep. sit. Right? Yep. It's the natural way. <laughs> all right? There's a reason. Otherwise, you would just squat when you go for a toilet normally. Your body is naturally made to squat when you go to yes. do a number two. Yes. Right? So the fact that there's a seat there anyway, you know, you might as well use the seat. So then people just like mm. sit in when they go number two. Yeah. And then they must have gone, all right, well, I'm just going to wipe while sitting. I'm already here. Yeah, I can understand. It's human nature to try and make things as easy as possible for us. We'll go with the results first here, Kurt. Yep. We had 18 people voted that to sit when they wipe and only eight people voted to stand when they wipe. I also would like to say, I understand standing in a public restroom, you know, yes. you, you're in your cub- cubicle. You don't want to be sitting on that seat no. for longer than you have to. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Personally, I try to not even sit on the seat. I will try and pop a squat. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are proper minging, aren't they? But we'll go with some of the arguments here. So I go with somebody who backs my argument with the sitting situation. And this works probably more for public bathrooms as well. They've said, I'm a hand clean freak and touching the rim where arses sit, poo and skid makes me sick. So I can understand, especially when it comes to public, that not only do you not want to sit on the seat, but having the ability to touch it with your hands is just gross. I agree. Sort with of agree with it in the same inside your own house, but not as much because I feel like, like if you're in your own cleaner. house, you know, especially if it's just you, yeah. for example, you know, you're all right. You can yeah. you can take a seat. Yes. Like it doesn't confuse me much, but it does confuse me how you can say like I, I need to stand, you know, yeah. even though it's in my own. I think it's natural. It's natural for me. We'll go with some arguments for. And now, for, also before we before we carry yes. on, I just want to say, all depends on the delivery of the poo. <laughs> yes. Now, okay. We had this argument as well. Yep. You know, we both agree that. Let's be honest. If you have a clean drop, I clean definitely drop. don't yes. understand the need to stand. I'm like, you can just quickly wipe. I'm not saying don't wipe. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm saying you can wipe while sitting. Yeah. And once you know it's clean, pull your trousers up, off you go. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Have fun. Yeah. Like, well, I sort of agree in that sense. It does depend whether you've uh, what you've had for dinner the night, night before, and if you've you've had a load of dense foods and and the uh, and you can you can have a drop off that is. Lovely and clean. I mean, I've had I've had some before, Kurt, where you barely even need to wipe after it comes out. It's that good. But if you've had a lovely vindaloo the night before, or you've been out on the piss, and you've now, come home, I, I will also actually. Oh, after being out on the piss, right? And you, it's not in the morning afterwards. Yeah. I will. I'm not even going to lie to you. I will stand. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Like a water fountain. Because <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's already everywhere. Well, yeah. if we go into the arguments, 
one of the arguments about standing when you is uh uh, I said, I'd rather not make a poo sandwich with my bum when standing up. I'm trying, keeping that PG, trying not to keep all the swear words in. It's, uh, um, it's a good point in the fact, like you said, if the delivery is good and you hardly even need to wipe, standing up makes it very unnecessarily messy and makes you wipe a bit more. But I, I don't know. I feel like you sitters here have got a weird interpretation of what we actually do like we don't just stand up like a pencil and clench our ass cheeks together and give it a smush about like well, we don't do that <laughs> it's like a squat you like stand up sort of just lift yourself off the toilet seat give it a wipe and, and drop it's no difference apart from just that little bit of effort you've got to take to get off of the toilet seat that's all sorry the dog is making a lot of noise in the background if you can hear woofing <laughs> Yeah, I mean, big boy boss, yes. don't talk about my Valentine's That's it, he just wants you, he wants you, That's doesn't it. he? It's Valentine's Day and he feels lonely. Oh, I can understand the arguments, I can understand. See, yeah, it, although they are very, like, you know, 50-50, like yeah. you're, you're on one side, let's be honest, you're yeah. not... There's no one in the middle. There's no yeah. one going, I do both. Yeah, no. nobody Who's... wakes up in the morning, goes for a poo and goes, I fancy standing up and then Although later on now, sits down for it. <laughs> I reckon a few of these listers will be like, really? Like, I yeah. feel a few people, probably you saw that poll, yeah. when there's people who do the other. Yeah, I didn't know about it. I didn't know about it until a couple of weeks ago. But what, oh, boss is, boss is getting angry. Boss is, is getting, getting angry, angry in the background. I think we should make an agreement here, Kurt, because I don't think we're going to settle this argument today. I say that this week we try it on the other side of the pond. We try it on the other side of the pond. You try standing up for a week. Stand up for a week. Stand yeah. up while you wipe for a week. And I'll, I'll do the same. I'll sit down while I wipe. And that way we can get a taste of, of both sides. Well, hopefully not, hopefully not a taste of both <laughs> sides. God, we can understand both sides and we can come back next week and we can have a short discussion. I also about would our like findings. to say that we put a poll up next week. Anyone else listening, try it as well. Yes. Try the other way. I want to hear what they say. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. It will be good to see what life is like on the other side, Aker. It will be good to understand how it works. Very nice to know why you stand. Like, I don't. I'll give it a go. That's the best I can do. I can't. I doubt I'm going to carry on unless I've had a few beers. Yeah. Are we, agree- are we well. agreeing on this then? We're agreeing yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing. Handshake. 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 Yep. There we go. We've shook hands. We're yes. going to, we shook hands <laughs> Only... with the hand we will wipe with. Yeah. <laughs> Only the biggest studies going on here. Only first world problems being studied on this podcast. Look, right. We're three weeks in. We've already discussed how to get more pasta from yes. the meal deal. <laughs> Last week, we didn't really, you know, help the world much yes. with that. We discussed the world. Yes. So that's something. Um, this week, you know, we're deciding the best way to, to wipe. wipe your ass. <laughs> yes. So, you know, like you said, only the biggest studies going on. Next week, we're going to solve world hunger, aren't we? So, you know, they're all on par with each other. Some are yeah, be a little bit more important, but yeah, we'll figure it out. That was a joke, people. Please don't yeah. get too <laughs> please, don't, please don't cancel us. We I will didn't not be say solving it world as hunger. Well. <laughs> so if you do want to send hate, send it to Alex. <laughs> Alex since him on Instagram. Actually, well. don't follow him. Just send the message. <laughs> please, well, if you want to follow. <laughs> don't follow him. Yeah. <laughs> right, Kurt. We've yes. got a pretty interesting main topic this week. I'm intrigued. This is great. I've I've done another print off a, this week. <laughs> I've been given more paper. Yes, so. I've printed off. I spent I spent oh, a while like on 
This this could spark some controversy because we might have some. I wonder if anyone who listens actually believes some believes of this. Some well, of these, please yeah. let us know if you do. If you haven't already guessed, we will be. It's probably in the title of the podcast. We're going to be discussing some conspiracy theories. Some a little bit more silly. Some we might get into a bit of a deep discussion about because it could be possible. Now, personally, I'm not. I conspiracy theorist. I I can understand yes, some of it. You some know, of, some of it is very peculiar. Yes, I'd say. Like, yeah. it's interesting to read into what put some just information. A bit it is, weird. Yes, it's all a bit odd. You know, <laughs> everything is weird. Everything. You're like Epstein. Yeah, it's just odd how that whole yeah. situation has just happened. Yeah, like I th- I say, let's start off with some of the sillier conspiracy theories before we move on to some of the. Slightly more understandable. Are you trying to tell me the very first one on this page is silly? (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately, I am. You're saying the the flat earth conspiracy theory. One of the biggest. Logan Paul is a flat earther. Yes, it um, it is extremely weird. So let's start with with the flat earth. Let's start with the flat earth. I am happy to start with the flat earth. So, from what we've dug up, actually, earlier this week, we had a discussion about the Flat Earth Theory. And um, we joined a Facebook group, didn't we, Kurt? We joined we a Facebook group called the Flat Earth Society. This, <laughs> this group was rather, was rather bizarre. So, I, I, I'm just struggling to think of what to say because it's it's some of some the, of the arguments, arguments I've seen on there. I've been so so silly. Would you please tell me what what some of the stuff you've heard on there? Uh, some of them. One of them, which made me laugh, it said a a ball doesn't hold water, and then they showed a flat ball, and and I don't even like it was a flat oh, ball, obviously yeah. with like. Somebody stood on it and then it had water inside it, and that was their idea of flat earth. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Oh, it's there's, there's two people that keep popping up on this group for the flat earth that society that keep putting the most ridiculous things. I saw the other day they put a couple of videos from a film from the 80s, I think it was, of some astronauts driving a buggy around on the moon. Now, it's clearly not moon footage, it's not from the moon landings at all, it's from a movie. It's in HD quality. You know, there's behind-the-scenes footage of astronauts lifting their visors and everything. It's clearly not real. People in the comments have tagged the name of the film on it. Now, these people put this video on the Facebook page and turned around and said, explain this, globetards. Now, they keep calling us globetards for believing that the world is a globe. Alex, I've just seen something on the Flat Earth Society. I loaded up Facebook. I didn't even click on the group. Yeah. Right? Somebody with their bright mind, has decided to put what I can only describe as a stick on the floor. A stick on a the floor. A stick. And they say, why is the stick touching the ground with both ends if the world is round? Now, some people like that, they've got to be trolling. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of trolls on. Honestly, Kurt, I look at some of these arguments, I just go... If this is for real, how have you hit your 20s and 30s and and still be alive? How have you survived this long? Because it is just so silly. 
let's let's just establish the flat earth theory is bonkers all you need to do is go to a high place and look across go to a, a mountain or go to the top of a hill and look dead straight and tell me if you can see the entire planet from that side you can see maybe a cut depending on how high you are you can see a couple of kilometers problem is though is your eyes can only see so far right yeah that's their argument is that yes but that's not the case because i know i know that's not the case but that's their yeah. argument <laughs> you can see the curvature of the Let's well you can almost see it their arguments are wrong yes. but that is their argument yes that is very much their arguments it's it's a rather bizarre theory. And an even more bizarre one, Kurt, is the next one on the list, which is quite similar. It is the hollow earth theory. Hollow, the hollow earth. earth theory, yes. It is... There is people... I've written a little bit about it on here. There is people who believe that the earth is hollow. Well... They, it is, it is a bizarre theory. So what I've written down here is the people that believe in this, there's some different beliefs, but they believe that not only is the earth hollow underneath, they believe that there is an ancient civilization of almost like cavemen that live under there. They also believe that that could be where the dinosaurs are. So I don't know if they've nicked this theory from the Ice Age films. But um, it's a, it is rather bizarre. They they don't believe that a comet killed the dinosaurs. They believe that they I don't know what all the dinosaurs on the planet found a hole underneath and Do you living the under there. Logic now? behind it is that dinosaurs like skeletons are underground. Uh, I don't know if <laughs> they might do, but um, it's it's weird. They like I can't see how they just went. You know. They're alive. Yeah. Like, it, I, I think one of the arguments I read is that they believe that we can only dig so far under the ground. And because we can only dig so far under the ground and we've only drilled so far that they've found something and they can't drill any further. That's their belief. Not the scientific bedrock. belief that if we... Yeah, like Minecraft, they've hit bedrock. Not the scientific belief that I'm pretty sure we've drilled as far as we can before it gets too hot for any machine we have to go any further. Because... The core of our Earth is is rather warm. Let's be honest. It's toasty. Toasty, toasty warm under there. I'm saying, I think the best way to describe it is during the snow, you would like to be nearer to it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the further you go down, the hotter it's going to get. Yeah. So if we go down a couple kilometers or a couple miles, it might get a little too hot for a drill, especially in an enclosed stone area. Yeah. But um, they believe that we've gone that far, so there must be an ancient civilization under there. With, with digging downwards, is oxygen sort of stays at our level. Yeah. You keep digging down, carbon dioxide is going to keep going up. Yeah. You can't send someone that low. No. Because they will just yeah. suffocate. It is. We're not experts in the field, but it, surely it doesn't take a genius I, to I'm understand that. Because we can't drill that far down yeah. yet doesn't mean that there's an entire new civilization living under the earth what i'm trying to think is 
like normally they're based on something like a, a conspiracy theory is based on some sort yeah. of fact not facts but you know a, a truth or a sort of a misled idea something that makes sense when you yeah. think about it but you look a bit deeper and yeah. you know it's all just a bit of baloney yeah. but I can't think of what started that. No, it's, it's funny you'd say that because the next conspiracy theory on our list is completely off of uneducated <laughs> guesses and there is no fact behind it at all. And if you think there is fact behind it, you, you're just... We're, it might spark some... We might have some listeners, but you need to have a look. Uh, have a look at yourself. Now, this is a very recent one. And it's the, the theory that went around social media that said that the 5G towers cause COVID or have caused COVID. Now, before we start anything, I'd like to establish my very, very simple explanation. argument and explanation for why that is completely false. So I will start off by saying that COVID has confirmed cases in 165 different countries worldwide. 165 different countries now for that theory of 5g towers to cause covid to be anywhere near fact there would need to be 5g towers in every single one of those countries to cause people to get ill now explain to me why 5g towers a relatively new phenomenon here giving you faster internet speeds has only managed to reach 81 countries doing my research this took me a whole of 10 minutes to find out that there is actually only 5g towers in 81 different countries across the world i'm surprised that seems quite quite a bit yeah and it is but it's getting bigger and bigger more and more countries are getting faster internet speeds for their mobile data but how has 165 countries got confirmed cases of covid if only 81 have got 5g towers something smells fishy to me there maybe yeah, I'm not gonna. Um, I've got one. I've got an idea. Small countries, five G towers near the edge of the country. <laughs> ah, Carl, ah, you could be onto something I'm, there. I've, you should be a I've conspiracy theorist. It. No, it's a, it is a baloney bloody conspiracy yeah, theory. There's not like, really even much to talk about. Yeah, I mean, other than the fact that five G is radiation, radiation is not really got anything to do with the well, coronavirus. It, it just, it just. It like doesn't even release can, that much radiation. I saw a post on Facebook, Kurt. I know, I know, but that's like when yes. it came out, the big thing was all radiation. It causes radiation. No, no, no. Yeah, like, piss off. I'm, I'm sorry, but COVID isn't. Yeah, radiation. and e- even ignoring that, again, by scientific fact, it doesn't produce anywhere near enough radiation to even be illegally like put in these countries. They are mass produced in every big town and city across the UK to give people faster internet speeds, do you think if they produced enough radiation to cause illness, enough radiation to defy the laws of science and give you a virus... It's not Chernobyl, (laughs) is it? At the end of the day. (laughs) It wouldn't be legal to put in all these countries... It, it is baloney. I saw a post on Facebook here. So let's just establish here that people think that these things produce radiation around the 5G tower that will cause you to catch COVID. Now, you'd think that that's got a, quite a big radius. If you're, within a, if you're within a certain radius of the 5G tower, you'll catch COVID. 
I saw a post on Facebook. It had oh, a million likes. This was this was one of the main reasons I took myself off of Facebook because I was getting into arguments with people on on this comment section. There was somebody who put a photo, genuine. He was a genuine believer of a five G tower with fences around it. And he went, look at the five G tower. Next to it was a nice big oak tree. Now one side of the tree had lost its leaves or most of its leaves, and the other side had some leaves left. It was noticeable. His argument that was this side of the tree is facing the 5G tower and look what's happened to its leaves. So that must mean that the 5G towers are dangerous because <laughs> it's made the tree lose its leaves. Now, right. I just thought in my head, just did a bit of mental guessing going by the photo, that tree was probably not even 10 metres away from the fence that surrounded this 5G tower. It's probably 20, 30 metres away tops. Tell me how this thing is meant to mass cause covid in a country but it only annihilated a tree but it only annihilated half a tree that was 30 meters away well trees i remember from lord of the rings are pretty strong so obviously <laughs> by scientific fact here radiation obviously causes viruses obviously because you know that's and logical obvious, and as we know viruses equals losing leaves yes and trees. and because because these 5g towers cause so much radiation that they defy scientific law and give you viruses yes. they also cause trees to lose their leaves but but what he forgot to say kurt is not only that the other side of the tree has all of its leaves but <laughs> there was some bushes oh, no. <laughs> going around the back end of the fence some bushes with leaves on it nice green leaves they were half the distance away from this 5G tower. Lovely leaves on them. Lovely leaves. Bush is completely fine. They're artificial. That's what it is. <laughs> must be. Must be. Because this tree had lost half its leaves on its side. It's just a fucking coincidence. People baffle me. It, it, is, it is absolutely baffling. I'm, we need to stop talking about it because it's getting me vexed. It's getting me vexed. Let's <laughs> move, on to, let's move on to probably... the. I'm going to go to the bottom of our list here, okay. to the last one on our list, because the other the other ones are they're quite argumentative. They're quite you could argue for some. Does that of them. mean we're not covering them? No, we will cover them, but we're going to leave them for last. Okay. So we're going to talk about the last and probably the silliest okay. of. Oh, the, uh, this <laughs> yeah. is. Um... Oh, yeah. So there is a group of people, a small group of people. They're nowhere near as big as you. Your flat, your flat earthers. They're nowhere near as big as you. Uh, your hollow earthers are your 5G conspiracists. But um, this one says that, uh, and this I'm being 100% honest here, people believe that the elite of this world, your your dictators, your presidents, your prime ministers, your royal families, your CEOs of big corporations, they believe that they are reptilian aliens from outer space. Yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, there is. There's got to be some sort of. Why is he talking? I, I know the I geezer as well. The geezer who came up with this theory has has actually proven a lot of stuff, a lot of other theories yeah, to be true. I've got I've like got a paragraph a, here that I've taken off the internet. Let me read this first. So this is very serious. Called reptilian elite, and it says the reptoid hypothesis is a conspiracy theory which advances the argument that reptilian humanoids live amongst us with the intention of enslaving the human race. It has been championed by former BBC sports presenter David Icke. David Icke. Icke, that's Ike. it. 
who believes the likes of Bob Hope, members of the royal family and former US presidents George W. Bush and Bill Clinton are part of the Anunnaki race who come to Earth for monatomic gold. That's what apparently they come for. Critics accused Ike of anti-Semitism, alleging that his talk of reptiles was code for Jews. But he clarified that the lizards he referred to were literal and not metaphoric. So he's come up with this hypothesis that some of the world's biggest elites are aliens disguised as humans to enslave the human race. And people have turned around and thinking he's trying to be a bit of a racist, which I wouldn't be surprised about. Thing is, as I've said, I've I've listened to he was on True Geordie's podcast. Yeah. Um I've listened to him talking about so Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean you listen to other people's podcasts, Kurt? Oh, I'm sorry. You're... I'm sorry. Don't you listen to the Happy Hour podcast, Alex? We're not talking about that. <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> so I listened to him on the True Geordie podcast. It would have been ages ago, over a year, I think, now. Yes. He did it. And obviously I watched it when it came out. And, like, they didn't touch on this because, obviously, his, his biggest one that people just sort of take the mick out of. Yeah. Like... A lot of people have him on podcasts and they just go like, you know, oh, you're stupid. Yeah. And you're an idiot. Like, yeah, like that. It's quite common. But he does have a lot of other theories that are almost like they make sense. Mm. But obviously this one's just the furthest one that's just out there. But I can't, it doesn't make sense to me. No, to me, it no, it's just, he's, he's chatting a bit of wet. That's like a whole lot of wet. <laughs> a whole lot of wet. He's chatting a storm drain. I don't. I don't even know what to explain about this one. I don't know Arthur's. I can understand. This, but... You know, he's uh, he's he doesn't like the uh, elite, as he puts it. Yes. Like you know. And there's another conspiracy theory on this that that will sort of it doesn't call them reptiles, but it will it will talk about it in a different way. But reptile. Where, how? Where does that even come from? To say that the elite are aliens from out of space that want to enslave the human race is—it is just. I—I I, I mean, I—I've got nothing more to say about. It. I just wanted people to maybe have a giggle about what some of these idiots think. Right, the next one, Kurt. All right, we're going to move on to the Illuminati. Illuminati. Now, this is a rather large conspiracy. Lots of people have heard of the Illuminati. Triangles. Yes. Pythagoras now, theory. Um, the Illuminati is real, not to the extent that people think it is. Well, in it the was 1800s, a, yeah. there was a group of people who called themselves the Illuminati and they discussed world problems. And it was not what they believe to be now, which is a group of the world elite, like the reptilian hypothesis. It is a group of elite that come together and dictate the world. So you've got your biggest leaders. They all come together and they talk about stuff. Yeah. Um, the definition I've got off of Google says the Illuminati is said to be made up of politicians, bankers, business moguls and celebrities. Is It's a shadowy group controlling the world, according to bonkers claims. So the, the idea is that the group of the biggest politicians, the biggest leaders across the planet come together and talk about whole world issues and sort stuff out. And it sort of leads on to the next bit as well in that. It's yeah, they reckon that all the decisions are made by a higher power, like a darker power that yeah. decides everything like, across the planet. It's, it's sort of 
the thing, the biggest thing at the moment is pop culture. Like all the like, you know, you got like Beyonce doing the try, the eye, yes. all seeing eye. Yes. You know, all the people just doing that weird thing. Yeah, we're trying like, thing. It's it's weird that they do it. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's got. I don't know. It's yeah, just we can't, a, you can't quite giggle at this conspiracy yeah, theory because it is. It's, I'm not going to say it's true because I don't believe it's true, but it is, it is bizarre in the fact that it, it it's it's almost believable. It's almost believable that it's not hard to believe that the world's biggest politicians and the, the richest people and the the most famous people come together and run the planet how they would want to, especially looking at nowadays and all the shite that's going on and the wars and and rules are being dictated across the planet. It is. It, it is bizarre. It is very bizarre. It's bizarre. I think this moves nicely onto, well, sort of onto, the next one we're going to discuss is is 9-11. Now, this is a bit of a deeper subject because this is this hit home for a lot of people. I mean, I was one years old when 9-11 happened. Well, you were how old? One. September. One. I thought you yeah. said nine. I was going to say, I don't think you were. No, se- September the 11th, 2003, I'm pretty sure it was. I would have been, been one. It would have been one. It is... I mean, even now, considering I didn't personally experience it, it, none of my family members experienced it, nobody anywhere near me experienced it. Like, personally, just even now, seeing footage of it on TV and, and on the internet, it is shocking, even to the, today, to see yeah. the, what happened at 9-11 now. There is a group of people who believe that 9-11 was an inside job. Now, we've all heard it. We've all heard people arguing. It... Mm, you would like to think for moral reasons that it, it was not that it was a group of psycho extreme religious extremists practicing what they thought was their religion and as and that was that but this conspiracy theory claims that it, it was a an attack planned by the US government um people who pull apart some of the footage of the twin towers falling and say that it was a controlled demolition and they reckon that it shouldn't have happened and and all sorts and i'm not going to touch on the scientific side because i don't know i don't know what the melting point of steel is i don't know how. yeah like i know we've had a conversation about it yeah yeah i've said to him before my uh, teacher college yeah um, he, you know, he knows his bricks, yeah. and uh, he was talking to us about it. And he said that there's n- this very clear why they fell, in his opinion. Obviously, yeah. he said that the way that the bricks were laid were on like a stack bond, basically. Yeah. Which means if you ram something into the side of one of it, the yeah. entire's like building's structure yeah. is going to cave in on itself. Yeah. And obviously, you know, obviously there was like still support beams yeah. and loads of other stuff but it could be could be true could be not yeah. I don't know um, you don't I, know I, yeah well I mean neither of us so you probably know a little bit more about it doing working with buildings uh, I don't know anywhere near uh, well I don't know anything about it in just in it would make almost sense to say that the plane cra- a, 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 <laughs> a huge passenger plane hitting the side of a building would sort of compromise the structural integrity of the building enough to make it fall. Um, but there are people who believe that it was an inside job. Now, t- 
to further on, we'll talk to a, the last conspiracy theory, which is mainly based on 9-11 being an inside job, is a conspiracy theory people call false flag. Now, this is a very, very interesting one, and it, it, it basically discusses that. Oh, I'll read out what I got off of, off of the internet here. It says that um, the false flag theorists see darker forces behind whatever sinister world events are taking place. They believe events such as gun massacres and terrorist attacks are staged to make it appear as if other groups designed and carried out the event, in effect planting a false flag at the scene. In the wake of the 2013 Boston Marathon bombings, Dan Bidiondi, a radio host on right-wing conspiracy network Infowars, suggested that the atrocity was in fact a staged attack to take our civil liberties and promote homeland security. The false flag concept can be virtually applied to just about every any world event. The 9-11 attacks, so some believe, weren't carried out by Al-Qaeda, but the Bush administration as an excuse for the war in the Middle East. Now, that furthers the inside job of 9-11 a little bit further in that it suggests well, that it suggests that not only did the US government do it, but that they had reasons behind it in the fact that it was a reason they did it they blamed it on Al-Qaeda, they blamed it on the Middle East so that they could start a war. See, I think one of the, well, there's two that I've got, two examples yes. of, um, obviously the first one, Nazi Germany, when they burnt down, was it, I can't remember the name of the building, was it the Reich? Oh, yes, yeah. Something like that. Something, yeah. Yeah. Well, they burnt that down, didn't they? And they blamed it on one of the other wings yes. to give Hitler power to basically start the war. Yeah. It's oh, well, you know, that saying, one's yeah, quite it, a popular one. Yes. And then recently, I say recently, Operation Northwoods. I don't know if you've heard about this, Alex. No. So America came out and said in 1962, there was a proposal called this, from the CIA and other US governments yeah. to stage and actually commit terrorist attacks against military and civilian targets to fuel yeah. a war against Cuba. And this was America. Yeah. They they released this. Yes. It's it's mad. Like you said, there is it isn't just a believable theory because stuff like this has happened before. Like you said in World War Two with Nazi Germany, in it's probably hundreds of cases you can see of governments pinning events on other countries on other pe people in order to fuel their own desire to start a war or start something. It's happened before and it's been proven. This theory is basing it off of some of the biggest events that are believed to be accorded by other people. Now, obviously, you have got the side of the fact that apparently Al-Qaeda had come out and claimed the attacks, the terrorist attacks you see now. Yeah. As tragic as they are, most of them are usually claimed by a terrorist group because at the end of the day, if that terrorist group did perform that act of terror, it has no effect on people if they do not claim it. Because yeah. they do a shooting, the whole idea is they want people to be scared. If they if they performed a shooting, if they performed a stabbing, if they performed a terror attack and didn't then claim it as theirs, nobody's going to be scared of them because nobody knows who's done it. So, but at the same point, you know, <laughs> it could have very much been staged in the fact that the US government came up with the idea to blame it on Al-Qaeda and then to further well, that knowledge to tell them that Oh, Al Qaeda have claimed it when maybe they didn't. I'm scrolling through it at the moment, and um, they're literally reading the document. 1962. Yeah. It's been unclassified, yeah. and it was a proposal to 
John F. Kennedy that he rejected yes. of them going and attacking the, like their own cities, their yeah. own military, just to start a war with Cuba. Yeah, well, that was a, there was a big war going on there, wasn't there? They, they, with Cuba and the, and the and uh, so America, wasn't they, there? So they definitely thought of that. Yes, yeah. And to be fair, the dictator of Cuba at the time, what was his name? Castro. Yeah, um, he was a bit of an absolute nutter. Um, True. So people would have believed it. People yeah. would have believed if there was a bomb dropped on a US city, people would have believed it was Castro that done it. But it wouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, at the same point, it makes you think because if people have done it in the past, people can do it again. Exactly, but it just makes you think like... of what events have happened that could possibly have been that. And false, how many wars have broken out in Iraq? How many wars have broken out in Afghanistan, Iran, all of these things over religious bases, over money that have spurred from these huge terrorist attacks have, have spurred weird, from the United States invading the Middle East because they had a massive, they're the biggest terrorist attack on, on us soil in on world soil happen. They, they declared war and that has spiked so many different wars from it. You know, you've got the world changed after nine 11 travel changed every, so many things changed because of it. It's been a big influence. So it does make you think as to what the actual reasons behind it. I'm not going to say I believe that's true. And I'd I'd like to think that the original reason is there because it is the, hopefully the most believable. But you, you never know. You don't know. You never know. You never I think, know. <laughs> I think it'd be a good idea. Oh, God, there's a bit of noise going on outside, <laughs> isn't there, Kurt? Jesus, yes, there is. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea if we uh, move on to something a bit happier, maybe. Well... Before we do, okay. you know, I've got one more. Yeah. The Princess Diana death. Oh, no. Now, <laughs> there are a lot of reasons, like a lot of different conspiracy theories yes. about why, how. People say, you know, it was the Queen. Yeah. You know, that was probably, that's probably the biggest one. But there's one that I found, which was that there's a chance Diana was pregnant with Ooh. Mohammed Al-Fayed son or daughter yeah um he was a part of the egyptian royal family yeah. i believe and it wouldn't have been acceptable for an egyptian muslim yeah. to eventually be the stepfather for the future of the king of england or something yeah, along those like, like it is a uh... It's, it's very political, the royal family, and I can almost believe that because... The thing is with the royal family, they are just odd. Very odd. There's <sighs> um, a lot of rules. There are a lot of royals. And, and well, I don't... Lots yeah. of people, lots of normal people liked Princess Diana because she yes. was very normal. And the royal family didn't like that, which is why there's a lot of conspiracies behind it because she was a very normal... Outgoing. Yeah, she was a very normal, appeared all over the place in the media, sort of. So it would make sense if the royal family wanted to get her off a bit here yeah, like, and even if that is true to say that she was pregnant as well that is even mad. more a reason to well especially if, with an egyptian muslim yes <laughs> it wouldn't have been acceptable for the royal family would it well let's <laughs> go to a bit of a happier topic here Happy. um i think coming to the end of our podcast is probably Good to start on our little sports section here, considering that England had a bit of success this weekend. So we've got we've got the last Just. second. Yeah, well, in the end, we 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 ended up beating them, but we had a, yeah, but a good game. 
bonus point win against Italy. Now, one of the highlights of that game, I want, there's two highlights I wanted to see. I'm, I'm assuming you obviously watched the game, Kurt. I did. First of all, let's discuss that Johnny May try. Oh, my God. It's something out of the NFL, Kurt. It's something out of the NFL. What, what do you think about it? It was an amazing try, let's yeah. be honest. There was no, no doubting. Yeah. It was a quality well, try. When you, when you talk about good tries in rugby, you usually look at the, the good team plays, the right up the field, lots of passing, lots of kicking. This wasn't all that fancy. It was quite impressive, but it was just the finish, the finish that Johnny Super May has put on that ball. He's run into the corner. He's running across the touchline. Now, in rugby, it's, it's not the same as football, as in the ball, in football, the ball has to be in play. You can be... Your foot can be out. If the ball's in play, you can kick it. In rugby, if any part of the ball carrier is in touch or on the line, even or on if the it's floor, just a stud, so. or yeah, on the floor, he's out. So he's we've got the ball in hand and he's running on the, literally skidding across the touch line. This Italian player comes along, tries to cut low and drop him out to touch, and Johnny Mays heard on him, jumped up. Legs flung round to the side. His body's out of touch, but it hasn't touched the ground yet. And he's dropped down. I mean, if you want to have a look, go on the England Rugby's Instagram page, Facebook page, anything, and find a photo. And he's dropped around, and he's put the ball down before his legs go out of touch. And it was a phenomenal finish from him. Absolutely phenomenal. It was top draw. Top draw. Top, the, other top thing, draw. the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, one of my face probably my idol as a back rower at the moment, my young idol, and that is Jack Willis, the, the Wasp back rower. Now, he's impressed for the last two seasons. He has been phenomenal, and I think anybody who watches rugby can say the same. Last year, he had the most turnovers out of any... He had more turnovers last year than the, the three people below him in that, in that table did combined. He had ruined everyone at turnovers. He was 20 years old. He was up there in the top five for tackles. He was up there in the top five for metres made. He is brilliant. And he made his Six Nations debut debut yesterday. And he came on in the 59th minute. And he came on, first touch of the ball, and he, he scored a try. Now, unfortunately, that was very quickly ended with five minutes later. Him, I haven't quite heard what is wrong with him yet, but I don't know if you saw the injury. It was sickening. He's He's got himself over the ball. After scoring... A try on his first touch of the ball in his Six Nations debut. The ball gets kicked back and he comes across. Somebody he makes a tackle. He gets back up on his feet perfectly. Textbook. He's about to do a Jack Willis specialty over the ball, nice and low, to turn it over. And this Italian player's come in and he's got a brilliant body position. He's gone to clear Jack out and he's got rolled over to his side. Unfortunately, his left leg wasn't moving. And he's rolled over to the side over his left knee and his left knee has stayed still and it has very much been fucking mutilated. Uh, yes. the, the sad thing about it is that he's, he's, he's 21 years old. He's a massive prospect and only two years ago, well, three years ago now, he was out for more than a year with a tear in his ACL on the same knee. Now, it's the sport we play, but looking at if that is his ACL again, and you can hear on the that's how bad it was. I know there was no supporters in the ground. You could hear the scream of him when he got rolled off of that ruck, and he it took a couple of minutes. They stretched him off on the back of a van off the pitch. 
it was sickening. If that is his ACL again, that could be the last time we see him play rugby. Which At 21 years show. old, which is, he's such a big prospect. He's one of the best back rowers in the world already at 21 years old he was going to be massive and to see that happen I, I wish him all the best he's probably not going to listen to this obviously but I wish him all the best I hope that it's not worst case scenario even if it is out for a season and you can get back to it I would not want to I'm not a Wasp fan I'm actually the opposite I support Northampton Saints which is a big rival of Wasps now but I'd love to see him recover from this and I'd love to see him back in England uh, because he's he's a great player and it was it was it was upsetting to see it happen to him. Now the EPL cut has Premier League fantasy league going this week. Um not great for me. <laughs> um man you were currently losing to oh, West no. Brom. Oh my god, no way. Um yeah, I had a I set had look a second ago. Oh no! I've put Bruno as my bloody captain captain this so, week. Um, yeah, so not great. It's only forty forty one minutes in. So yes, I'm hoping for a comeback, but you never know. Um, yeah, I'd say last week a pretty good week. Yep, pretty, pretty good overall week. You know, I'm still leaving you in the dust. Yeah, so. I don't can't really tell. Am I climbing on Victor? Or I'm not. I'm not. I think sure. you are. I'm I gaining think. on Victor this week. I'm on twenty three points. He's on twenty one. So I'm still gaining on Victor, but it's not looking well. It's not no. looking well. There's not much to say about that. I think a great place to finish our podcast this week is with the all famous news and fact of the week. <laughs> Now, I always hide this from you to the end because I want to get your genuine reaction. Now, the news of this week you already know about. There was a Twitter beef going on. Weetabix. Oh, yeah. I showed you it. Yes, they posted a photo with beans on their Weetabix, promoting that people should stop using bread as toast to have beans on. Oh, okay. Instead, use Weetabix now. At, thinking about it, Weetabix is just made of wheat. So it's it sort of... It's not the weirdest thing I've ever heard, but just it's just the thought of having beans on on the wheat and dry wheat a bit. Ah, oh, it's just gross. And anyone who's seen it, go on Twitter and look. There is poles and poles of massive corporations just taking the absolute piss out of them. It is great. It is so funny. It is, it's a great poll, isn't it, Kurt? Can, it have you got? Can you go on Twitter now and just have a look what some of the best replies they've uh, got? Yeah, on there? I'll have a little look. It there is, was um, some. Quality ones. They're yeah, really KFCs was Nando's. Everyone was, doing was it. Just Everyone. Even Heinz replied. Even Heinz replied. Heinz baked beans. It was. It was a uh, very odd. Weetabix and beans. Yeah. It's like no, it's so wrong. So very wrong. Like, who who thinks about that? Sainsbury's oh, commented no. on it, saying beans have no authority here. No authority at all. <laughs> so, I mean, that covers up. Yes. You know, Domino's, pineapple on pizza is the most controversial food ever. Weetabix, hold my spoon. You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go through too many. Like, I think that that, that covers it well enough. Like, yeah. it is, I think we made the wrong poll last week. We yes. shouldn't have spoken about that. We shouldn't have spoken about Weetabix and Weetabix. <laughs> I think that would have only they would gone have called us way. crazy. If you have ever had beans on Weetabix, please drop us a message. We would love to get you on the podcast, and we would love to rip into you for an hour. 
we would make a special episode just for you, just to so, get ripped into. What a weird thing. thing is, I don't even like cereal. So to me, Weetabix, I don't like Weetabix. I, mean, Weetabix. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you're weird. I Weetabix is boring anyway. Boring has hell. Right. Last but very not least, Kurt, you're about to hear the fact of the week now. Fact I did have week. one. We still have another section. What's you that? are forgetting. One division. Oh, let's talk about that. Talk about now? Yes. Okay. Spoiler alert. Skip to the end if you don't want to hear don't it. Don't skip to the end. Well, we're fact, almost at the end, so don't don't skip to the end. Rewind to the beginning. Listen to it all through again. Yes. Um when While finished, you watch One Division and then come back and listen to the spoilers. Yeah. If you haven't watched it yet, it's been out for two days. What are you doing? WandaVision, episode six. 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 Yeah, six. What a... I'll tell you what. It was a little bit boring through it, through the start, at the start, until Vision started noticing everyone being I'd say weird. it was... I wouldn't call it boring. I'd say it was trying to figure out what the hell was going on, yeah. was doing yeah. there. And... There was a bit of there was a bit of controversy in that he was talking to her. He seemed to be the only bitty person in there who knew what Wanda was doing. Well, think about it. That Agnes was really weird, isn't it? Yes, yeah, she was. It is, it is weird. Vision and finds out what is going on with Wanda and this, and when he tries to escape, he's almost poofing away as he leaves. I don't know if you realised. Do you remember Vision? I think it was like the episode before that. Or yeah. The one before that. He mentions there are no kids. Yeah. That, that Halloween episode, how many kids were there? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Kids appeared. And then that's she's what adapting Pietro was asking, She's, a, she's it? adapting it, yes. It like, and how, when Vision, where'd you get it from? Vision figures out that he's in this sort of force field and he tries to escape and he tries to talk to the people outside. There's a bit of controversy going on with the, with the sword people outside because the good ones are trying to fix the situation, whereas there seems to be like a a secret background plot going on with the sword employees yeah, to, take out. to bomb this and get rid of Wanda and Vision, which clearly isn't going to work because Wanda's and Vision are strong as shit. And it ends with Wanda getting rather pissed off and this for, force field, like this dome that turns Expand. everything into a sitcom expands more than just After the West Vision. View. Nearly kills himself. Yes, trying, trying to, to escape. save the people. Yeah. What trying to escape? Well, was he, he was trying, trying to, to tell them to help the people inside. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see what happens next. I am as well. I think there's nine episodes yes. overall. It is, it is getting heated. Kurt. Now, have you seen any conspiracy theories about One Division? No, I have not. I've seen a few. Um, yeah. There's a few saying that Mephisto, which is like the devil in the yes. MCU, yeah, could be Agnes. Oh, that's one I heard. And yeah. another one was it could be Pietro, because they kept like Pietro never saw like Wanda never saw Pietro die. No, but she saw him dead. Yes, in the thing, but she never see him get shot. No, she never knew that. So how did Pietro just know to turn into that when she wasn't looking? Yeah, that's. And stuff is, like that Pietro doesn't know himself. No. Is, there's saying. a lot of loopholes, and I love Marvel because this isn't just so like... So many Easter eggs. It's not like coincidence. This stuff is planned. This stuff is trying to make us think. Mm. It is good. I'm excited to have this discussion next week because it's going to be... Uh, I really want Doctor Strange to appear. Yes. 
really do. That'll be. I'm hoping the last couple of episodes this will move straight on to the new films and, and new TV. Well, they announced um, the new TV, Marvel TV show coming out in March, didn't they? Um, Captain Winter uh, Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, which will be good. That will, should hopefully they in especially in the comics they take on a, a rather large role now after Captain America. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Endgame now. Why are you listening? What, what are you doing? Um, Captain America almost retires, doesn't he? He's, yep. He gets old and grows old. With, he goes back in time and grows old with his wife and he passes his shield onto the Falcon. The Falcon. Um, and they, they become a bit of a partner. They don't really like each other, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'm I excited to see the... They do. I feel so, like... Sort of. They, they, they have a bit of backlash between each other, at the, especially in this new TV show. They have banter. It is. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be good to see them... Uh, it will be an entertaining This story, it should be a good Thing TV is, show. Something to look like, forward to in the lockdown, if eh? If someone asked me, you know, what my favourite Avengers are, I would never say either of them. No. no. I wouldn't have said Wonder or Vision either, but no. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, that is very good. It is very good. Okay, Kurt. Fact of the week. Fact of the week. Now, I did have one, but it was a little bit boring. I'll say it. I read somewhere that the New England State University conducted an, an a uh, res- conducted some research that proved that you were two times more likely to die from using a vending machine than you were to die from a shark. I wonder how many people have actually died from a vending machine. Yeah, well, it must be more than sharks. I wonder how they investigated that. The problem is, though, is that there are probably a lot of people that have never been near a shark. Yeah, that is true. And we've all been near a vending machine. Yes. Well, um... It's um, it, it, this fact is is gonna be. It, it, my mum told me this one yesterday. Yep. And I think it will blow your mind because it blew my mind. Mine. Now blown. I'd like to think that the the biggest that most people think that the fruit an orange. Was named an orange, because it's it cut. was orange. But, what I found out, Kurt, is that, it's not that way round at all. And that the colour orange, the colour, wasn't called orange until they discovered the fruit. When that colour appeared anywhere, it was they described it back then. I don't know how many hundreds of years ago this was, but they described it as a a, a ready yellow. The colour orange wasn't actually called orange until they discovered the fruit. So it's the other way around to people, what people think. They, people think that they called the orange because it's orange, but no. Yeah. They called the colour orange, orange, because of an orange. So they named the fruit and then that's decided, bad. oh, that's got its own specific colour, so let's yeah. call it orange. That is... Baffling, baffling, mate. Blew my mind. I am intrigued. It is rather, rather good to that. Well... That is a fact and a half. I... I think we're coming to the end of episode three, Kurt. I think we are. I um, can't think of anything else no. to add. Uh, if you if you got to the end, w- w- would you like to comment? Weetabix. Weetabix? Weetabix. Weetabix, yeah. Weetabix. Weetabix. Comment Weetabix if you get to the end of this podcast. And if you did, good on you. Yes, well uh, done. Also, I must say, if you got to the end of it on Valentine's Day, you're my Valentine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please be our Valentine's. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, we both thank you all for what for what well not watching, watching listening watching, you're to watching our podcast. The video. Yeah. It's um yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you've 
got any questions, we'll, we'll probably have another poll out this yep, week. Any so ideas? Keep an eye out. Topics? Yep. Anything we, you want us to talk about? Yeah, we we're open to anything. So if any of you um, if you enjoyed, please like, please subscribe, please comment. It helps us out majorly. It does. If you could share, share. even if it's just share it. Well, what one of your close friends? Hope, hopefully they listen to it and. And we can spread our... If you're, if you're a real G, though, you'll uh, put us in your story. Yeah, yeah, saying. you'll share it. Real Gs, real yeah, Gs. Real Gs. Um, we thank you all for listening, and we'll speak to you next week. Yep. Adios. Till next Sunday, the next 21st. 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 Yeah. Adios. Adios, amigo.